This is Mickey Curling at the end of trip party for the Land Rover G4 Challenge. Welcome to Bolivia. This challenge has taken us from Bangkok in Thailand to here, a large hotel in the mountains around Tariha. We've been on and off-road for the last four weeks with 18 competitors from around the world. We'll meet them in a moment and we'll take you through the events of the last week. But first, if you don't know anything about this challenge, here's the event director, Nikki Davis. The challenge is an adventure competition that has 4x4 driving at its absolute heart, but it involves a lot of other adventure activities such as kayaking, mountain biking, climbing, abseiling. But it also involves a lot of orienteering, navigation and some sort of inventive thinking. They get through a lot of problems that they need to solve along the way. So physical fitness, mental agility, that's what it's all about. So who can compete and who is here competing? Um, it's open to general public so anybody can apply. You don't need to be a Land Rover owner or anything. Um, and the 18 individuals that are here competing are from 18 different countries and a very different backgrounds. We have lifeguards, we have nutritionists, we've got a paramedic, we've got a Dutch army gentleman. So a real mix of backgrounds and they age between 25 and 50, so, you know, a big good age spread as well. And what can they win? They win a brand new Range Rover. Um, so first across the line on the final day uh, near to Pisa, slaps the bonnet, walks away with a brand new Range Rover. In this fourth and final podcast, we'll hear from the competitors as they are pushed to the limits. I'm quite happy. I had enormously cramps in the belly. For me, it's quite exhausting. Specifically on this height, on this altitude. And of course, we'll bring you the results and action from the challenge final. No, the top four is pretty much what I thought it would be. Uh... I tried to focus on the race. I will run as fast as possible. And still to come, our favourite of Waldo's wild tips. Right, there's a lot to get through on this podcast, so we'll not waste any time. The results of the whole challenge coming up. First, here's our reporter Sam Lloyd with the action from the last week in Bolivia. Sunday morning and the teams left Sucre for the five-hour journey to camp with a quick stop in Potosi, the highest city in the world at 4,100 metres above sea level. Next, it was a warm welcome for the challenge convoy in the village of Tika Tika. After a freezing night camping in sub-zero temperatures, teams made their way to the start of stage four, the remote Sala de Uni, the world's largest salt lake, and a stunning setting for the compulsory competition. I just lie on the, this white and look at the, the view, you know, for kilometers and kilometers. Here. It's the most uh, crazy thing that I have ever seen. This salt, like, uh, like a snow, just a few weeks ago, uh, our winter finished, and I think I, I will come from winter to winter. I just have no words to explain this. It's, it's out of words. You have to you have to be here to feel this. But already the extreme altitude is taking its toll. Tice of the Netherlands and Robert of Germany were unable to compete. My name is Nick Patel. I'm a consultant in neurosurgery. The way of dealing with this in the first instance is instructing a period of rest and as a consequence of that we've had to pull them out of the competition to prevent them from deteriorating. We hope over the next 24 hours their condition will acclimatise and 
possibly even they'll be able to return to the competition. For the remaining competitors, it was an activity consisting of mountain biking, running, navigation and driving on the Salt Lake. Go out! Go Nora! Go power! And the all-girl team of Nora from Brazil and Alina from Australia completed the task first. Absolutely stoked! Like, we're here to have a fun time, but we said this week we are just going to blow everyone away and we had a good start. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And Nora, what's it like to compete at the Sala de Uni? It's stunning, isn't it? Oh, just amazing, but... I, I miss some air, I think. It's really hard. Like, I was going up this hill and couldn't breathe. And when I got that on the top, it was like I couldn't stay there for five seconds because I wanted to come back as soon as possible to win this stage. So I'm really happy for our victory. With the high altitudes and cold conditions, the competitors are going to be pushed to the absolute limit this week. And there's no doubt this final stage is going to be the toughest yet. If you want to look at the stunning pictures from the Salt Lake, just go to www.landroverg4challenge.com. That's www.landroverg4challenge.com. Well, here I am at the Salat de Uni the highest salt lake in the world and it is absolutely breathtakingly stunning it's so vast it's just miles and miles of white remote landscape the couple of mountains in the distance and the sky is such a bright blue kind of bounces off the whiteness of the salt it's just phenomenal one of the most breathtaking settings I've ever seen in my life. You're listening to the latest and final podcast from the Land Rover G4 Challenge. We're in Tariha, Bolivia at the moment. The results of the final event coming up. First, more of the story from this week. Come on, guys. Up we get. Monday night and teams faced yet another competition, but this time in the dark and in sub-zero temperatures to determine in which order the pairings would tackle the activities over the next couple of days. First to complete the task, Gary of Ireland and Chris of Belgium. We had to find each other. Gary was sitting in a car out there in the, in the salar, so we discussed about a, a code. I mean, this worked out quite well because I, uh, I, I immediately found the right, right car. So uh, we were quite fast. We didn't lose any time. Robert of Germany was unable to compete at the start of stage four because he's suffering with a chest infection. It was touch and go whether he could continue in the challenge. In the afternoon, I had temperature, freezing, hot, cold, and the whole body was weak. I wasn't able to move. So the doctor took me out of the competition. Today, I feel not perfect, but comparing to yesterday, 100% better, yeah. So I will try today when doctors will allow me. This is Dr. Dominic Dürr from Germany. I'm one of the doctors of the medical team of the G4 Challenge. We just decided that we let him try to compete. He should be careful, but we think he is able to compete today. Today is the first full day of activities on stage four and some tough competitions for the teams. We did a good bit of driving today. Basically, it was a massive great boulder field uh, with some amazing canyons and drops and things in it. Basically, we had to uh, move the vehicle around to find a load of plates that have been bolted to the floor and put one of our four wheels over each of those plates, and there were 18 of them. And it was really quite difficult to get the vehicle into the right position. Our second activity for the day, called Top Car, it was a one-hour mountain bike 
event. Um, we decided to do it because it was um, quite physically hard. So we thought that a lot of teams wouldn't do it. But one team was there before us and we took off just behind them and they went off in the complete wrong direction and I went according to my GPS and my partner Pablo was saying to me Martin, Martin you're going the wrong way and I said Pablo just trust me and it ended up that although we started behind the team we finished well ahead of them Today we uh, did downhill running I didn't look really at the maps and went for it in a straight line and there was a little hill about 200 meters high we went over it and went down again and then only then we found uh, should have gone around it it was a uh, a bit difficult uh, on this altitude uh, climbing as fast as you can but it was fun downhill running was good and the day concluded with a compulsory competition but it was yet another disaster for current leader Dmitry of Russia who lost his dibuki so he and teammate Tak of Japan get zero points we calculated that you know he's still holding the number one position but since we're going to be getting just zero point today it'll be very very tough even to remain top four You know, we have to do whatever possible in the next two days. That's the only thing we know we can do. So there's no doubt these teams are all feeling the pressure. There's just two more full days of competition before the stage four final. And these 18 individuals all have the same aim, to get through to the last four and be one step closer to winning the Land Rover G4 Challenge. Well, here we are. It's um, Tuesday morning, and uh, I'm riding along with Gabrielle across the Salat de Uni. So how are you coping with the really cold conditions? Because we've got a complete change in climate here. Yeah, that's true, but I mean, it, was, it, it has not been that cold uh, as I thought. And we've passed the worst part because we slept 3,800 the night before. Tonight we've slept at 3,600, and I think this night we're sleeping even lower so we've passed through the worst it's been a pretty amazing challenge so far what have you enjoyed well it's in a standing place uh, where we are driving through we just have to worry about um, enter the point we are going and no matter where you drive you can drive through this allow it's all flat and well the competition is the last stage competition is starting right today and Hopefully it'll, it'll be fine. You're listening to the latest from the Land Rover G4 Challenge 2006. Day three of the final stage of the challenge and it's getting even more physical for the teams as they compete at an altitude of 4,000 meters, zapping them of energy and strength. It was all about tumoring and abseiling. The first four was not difficult. The last two were exhausting. We've just run from uh, about 4,000 meters altitude. I don't know, four, maybe five kilometers uphill all the way. Just takes your breath away. It's a really tough scramble at the top, just up through the rocks for the last kilometer. <laughs> Pretty fast coming downhill though, so starting to recover. And the final activity of the day was the compulsory competition, named the Salad Slalom. Hello, my name is Johan Huesen. Uh, I come from South Africa and I'm part of the competition staff for this awesome event. What we did was we set up a course and it was basically a bicycle eliminator. The first start was 18 guys and the guy that came last was taken off every lap. And the eventual winner was Chris of Belgium. I'm quite happy. I had enormously cramps in the belly. For me, it's quite exhausting. 
specifically on this height, on this altitude. The mood has definitely changed amongst the teams, with all of the 18 competitors aiming to get into the top four and the challenge final on Saturday. Everyone's going for the top four because then that gives you a chance to go for a win. If you don't make the top four, then you're out of the game. So... I'm going to give everything I have got just to get myself into the top four. And so far, touch wood, it's on course. What I really need is uh, is Alina and Nora to have a bit of a nightmare because um, obviously I've got to I've got to jump them um, and JB as well. And those are the three people who are real the real sort of threats above me to stop me getting into fourth place. It'd be a dream come true for sure. I think it's pretty unlikely given where I'm situated at the moment and with the points and things. It'd just be unreal if I could though for sure. And as the teams made their way to camp for the night, there was plenty to think about, with only one full day of competition left and so much still at stake. Now, Waldo's Wild Tips. Rubbish name, great music. Right, we'll be honest with you, Waldo's had a bit of a busy week, or so he claims. Uh, so we're going to dig into the archive for this week's tip, and we're going all the way back to stage three last week for some advice on toilets. The problem is that you have to do your business in a black bag, which is biodegradable. And you carry it around with you in your vehicle until such time as you actually need to go. The problem is, no one can get these bags open. <laughs> so, since it's really hot inside the little tents where our toilet seats are set up, it's absolutely imperative that you open your bag outside before you go in. Remember your toilet paper and then carefully make your way through the mud to the toilet. Now, the toilets are basically tiny little green tents that are set up quite rigidly, um, just large enough for a small person to turn around in, and a large person like me might not make it. Um, so let's venture towards this one. It seems clear. I'm just checking for insects because, you know, I want to get bitten. The important thing to remember here is that if you have your head torch on, you turn into a silhouette so people can see exactly what you're doing in there the whole time. And the other thing is that conditions underfoot and under toilet, as it were, could be a bit slippery and slidery. And the last thing you want to do is lose control over your bag. So make sure that your seat is securely positioned before you lower yourself onto it. And with that, I'm going in. I need both hands free to secure this black bag over the seat, which is going on right now. And there's a trick to it. You want to make sure that it's deep enough to contain everything yet firm enough over the top that it doesn't slip and slide while you sit down. Now, I'm just making, making sure that this is secure on the ground before I actually um, prepare to uh, land on it. And it seems a bit rickety this evening. Hopefully it all goes well. There we go. That's well positioned. Okay. Down goes the zip. Turn off the head torch before you show the world what you're doing. Ooh! A safe landing is, is just about made. I think you should clear off just about now, to be honest. This is the latest from the Land Rover G4 Challenge. I'm Mickey Curling and she's Sam Lloyd. This final stage of the challenge is undoubtedly the toughest and these 18 individuals are using every ounce of strength they have in these difficult conditions. For some, this week is a real uphill struggle. I was sick during all the night and I'm still sick. So we just manage, you know, our strategy just to keep keep on going. The antibiotics I got to uh, heal the uh, wound I got from... Uh, Rio, they were not helping me to compete. They drained my body. Physically, uh, pretty exhausted. My sinuses are blocked up, a bit of a cold. Lungs are burning from the altitude. Generally fatigued, not sleeping at night. It's great. Everything's brilliant. One, two. 
Well, that's it. Today is the last full day of competition working as teams. But as the convoy climbed further up into the high plains of the Andes, many of the competitors were still in high spirits. And the day's been uh, very good. Victor and I are getting along very well. He was doing exactly what I told him to do. Sometimes I have to shout because he doesn't really listen to his name sometimes. I'm very excited to uh, work with Thais because Thais is very strong. So I'm very happy today. But never far from their minds is the ultimate goal, to get into the top four and compete in the challenge final showdown. I've actually really enjoyed just working with Nora and doing the best we can and not even thinking about tomorrow. It's been great. Since the beginning we wanted to get into the top four, but of course now that you know that it's it's possible, it's a small chance, but it's possible, of course we feel the pressure. I would like to be in the top six not the top four. It's not possible because we've got big point difference with them. If they didn't do you know, a big mistake, I think it's not possible to you know to catch them. Friday morning and the competitors made their way to the last stage final, not really knowing what to expect, but knowing they would be pushed to the limit. Hi, I'm Nikki Davis. I'm the event director for the Land Rover G4 Challenge. Well, this activity, it's a lot of mountain biking, a lot of running, a lot of scrambling, and it's actually what we call an eliminator. So we've got a course. They go round once on that first heat, the bottom three, drop out we go again and then the bottom three drop out again until we're left with the final three and they go head to head for the overall winner I won't get more points and the result and not become the last one I will have fun and uh, I will do my best in this uh, last competition I want to have a good shot at this from what I'm reading about it it uh, should suit me pretty well I'm hoping to be at least in the top half so we'll see how it goes but in the final showdown between Chris of Belgium, Jean-Baptiste of France and Martin of South Africa, it was Chris who sprinted to the finish. I'm quite happy uh, to be the winner, even if it's not the challenge final, but mentally it's good to win this. But everyone agreed it was a tough competition, especially at an altitude of 4,000 metres. It was very tough. The toughest part was that we were too high. Running a small distance or biking a small distance gets tougher. We know that it was the last activity and that the Land Rover G4 Challenge is over, so I think that was the toughest thing about this activity. I ended up sixth in that final, so uh, yeah, really good result, to be honest, especially the way I've been feeling the cold and I haven't been sleeping for the last three nights and uh, to be able to pull that out of the bag, a last sort of push, a last effort, um, is pretty good. It didn't go so well for me today, I was pretty disappointed, I have to admit, I couldn't get the flag out of the top of the defender, I'm not very good at jumping, but anyway, that's the game and... You know, it's been a great event anyway. For the 18 individuals, the tension is unbearable as they will not know who has made it to the last four until minutes before tomorrow's challenge final. But do the leading competitors think they've done enough to get through? This week was not successful for me, but I had a big advantage. I really hope that I have made the top four. I was sitting pretty good on second. And I think me and Pablo have had a steady week. So hopefully I have managed to stay in that position. So this is it. After four and a half weeks, tomorrow is the showdown when the winner of the Land Rover G4 Challenge will be decided. This is Mickey Curling at the end of event party for the Land Rover G4 Challenge. Now, obviously, by the end of the week, there was only one thing on people's minds, the big challenge final. But I think poor Sam was a bit distracted. Well, ironically, about 48 hours ago, my steam colleague Phil said to me, Sambo, you're the only person who hasn't been ill on this challenge. And I said, don't speak too soon. Next day, I was really ill. I've got dreadful food poisoning. I've had to have an injection in my bottom. 
But uh, I don't think we've got to the drip stage yet, but we'll wait to see what happens in the next couple of hours. Not sure what's more worrying there, the fact that she had an injection in her bottom or that she's called Sambo. So this is it. The Land Rover G4 Challenge has come to an end and this was the action from the final day. After four and a half weeks travelling from Bangkok to Laos, Rio de Janeiro to Bolivia, this is it. The Challenge Final. And it's been a nerve-wracking 24 hours from 18 individuals from across the world to discover who has made it to the top four but the waiting is finally over. In fourth place is John baptiste from France with 643 points. I would give myself like I can never give myself before. In third place with 694 points is Dimitri from Russia. I tried to focus on the race and I will run as fast as possible. In second place with 709 points is Chris from Belgium. My goal is not to make any mistakes. And leading at the end of the four stages with 749 points is Martin from South Africa. Well done. No, top four is pretty much what I thought it would be. A, maybe there's a slight chance that the girls might have got in. We've taken the top four after those 28 days and they're going head-to-head in a competition that's involving driving, kayaking, mountain biking, um, rope work, as well as, most importantly, um, st- some strategic brain work as well, and that's where I think we're going to see the winner come through. Set in a stunning valley here in Bolivia, this is the ultimate final for these four individuals as they go head-to-head in a series of activities and the tension is unbearable. I think we might be about to see it. He's running along as we see now. I think we might see Martin become the winner of the 2006 Land Rover Jupiter Challenge and win a brand new Range Rover. There's there's no words that can describe the the feeling going across the line first. I mean, it's been four weeks, build up, and I think a little bit of luck comes into it. And oh, it's the best feeling I've had in my whole life. That's Martin Dreyer, the winner of the Land Rover G4 Challenge. Now, before we go, let's hear from the rest of the competitors. In 18th place, it's Victor from Taiwan. Every day, I always do my best to complete each competition. And I always do communication with my good teammates. Uh, I'm very happy I can uh, know... I can make a good friends with the other four competitors. In 17th is Marco from Italy. When I can't go back home, I will feel like an alien because it's like everything is uh, normality, everything is uh, your real life, and it's so strange because being here, I mean, the scenery here is fantastic. Uh, every morning you wake up, you don't know what you're going to do. Uh, you just wait for uh, uh, for the other guy to tell you what to do, and it's amazing. In 16th is Robert from Germany. Tomorrow we all sit in the airplane and go back home, go back to normal life. And at the moment, I really don't realize what, what happens, yeah? Just like... Ooh. It's over now, yeah. In 15th, it's Tak from Japan. Well, I'm kind of relieved that I have a, have been able to go through the whole four weeks without, you know, major injury. But at the same time, I'm really sorry that I'm going to be, you know, going away from all this. It's just the people, the scenery, you know, the whole thing has been just so wonderful. I'm enjoying it. 13th place, exactly the same schools, is Clarabet and Tice, Costa Rica and Netherlands. When fired, I feel good because it's over and everyone uh, went well, you know. But in the other side, it's 
it's over and we're going home and we're going to keep on doing the everyday things and we get to do really good friends here so it's going to be a little bit tough on one side it's very sad that it's over it's been a great month and the other side is good to go home and back to your family and friends. 12 is Michael from Greece. We, we are happy that we don't have to run anymore to uh, no, to no more tortures. But then again, we have to go back to work, everyday life. Okay, I will see my children, my wife, which, which is good. I've, missed it. I've been missing them for a month or so. And the memories are very strong. They will stay stay with us forever. Joint 10th place, exactly the same scores, is Gary from Ireland and Brian from the UK. The month has been spectacular. It's been uh, awesome. Brilliant people, brilliant places. G4 Challenge has been all and more that it could ever have been. And uh, I just feel proud and privileged to have been a part of it. Land Rovers have been my life for, for years, ever since I was like four or five. <coughs> and seeing all the events that Land Rover have done over the years and, and just dreamed that I could be part of it. And uh, I still don't really believe that that's the truth, that I'm actually here and I'm, I'm part of the, the, the G4 Challenge. In ninth place is Gabriel from Spain. I really cannot believe it, eh, that after this stressed month, it's everything over and nothing is going to take us a while to get back to normal life. I'm so happy because I'm still you know, the healthy. Uh, I've got you know, two legs, two arms and one head still. Uh, I think this is the most enjoyable thing in my life you know, that I, have a, I haven't done before. And moving up the rankings greatly this week is Pablo from Argentina in seven. I want to come back home, uh, meet my, my family, my wife. Uh, it's a mixture of, of feelings. In sixth place is Alina from Australia. I have to say one of the most amazing things was when Nora and I won the stage start. Um, just on the fourth stage, that was pretty cool because, you know, it was the girls taking on all the guys and we beat them. Our top finishing female is Nora in fifth place. If you put on the balance, I would rather prefer to be to have four more weeks of challenges than go back home. So I'm really sad. Dimitri from Russia. Now I have a lot of friends and uh, I can uh, travel and uh, have a trip uh, each part of our globe. It's very, very interesting, and I think uh, it was the best, uh, best chance for me to see other countries and to have an experience of, of life. John Baptiste from France. I think that tomorrow probably some people are going to sh uh, cry. I'm going to cry, and uh, perhaps I will be one of them, not because I lost the first place but just because I'm I'm sad to 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 finish this uh, incredible and uh, magic adventure in second place is Chris from Belgium well uh, I'm uh, happy I finished second I'm a little disappointed because I'm very, I was very close to the victory yeah it's a, it's really the the experience of lifetime of lifetime Martin from South Africa well the highlight is actually the whole journey going through from day one to day 28 because the the media drivers the support drivers the competitors I mean they're all here for one purpose to have a great time and I mean you feed off the energy and now that I've won I can't actually believe it's true